0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: Welcome to Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm your host, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful evening in Los Angeles. Nice that uh, as the fall falls, Mm -hmm. uh, we start recording this show during the magic hour.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think think you can really tell Mm -hmm. if you're... Listening to the show on Blu ray. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's, I mean, it's how we prefer you listen to the show. I mean, you could I, stream it. I like you
1: could... 4K streaming. Oh, okay. Streaming 4K. Oh, is interesting. My preferred.
0: Well, I didn't get the memo. I've still been pushing these Blu rays.
1: I also, um, I've been thinking about mm-hmm. just for the future of Jordan Jesse Go, because I kind of want to future proof the show. Yeah. Are you familiar with the idea of future-proofing it?
0: Uh, I mean, I can kind of infer what it means. Do like you, you want to it like la- it?
1: latches on cabinets and oh, sure. put those things in the electrical outlet so you can't stick a fork in
0: there and that kind of? I thing. thought you maybe meant should we build trap bananas in case apes become our masters? <laughs> Either way, I already started building the trap bananas. Right. So, I kind of feel like a jump. Um, so future-proofing, we're we're making sure that the show can continue.
1: Yeah, I'm going to – from now on, I think we should shoot this show in uh, high frame
0: rate 3D like that new Ang Lee movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and anyway, also, we should probably start dealing with PTSD issues. Right. Uh, and like another Ang Lee movie, we could probably bring in The Hulk. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm dealing with PTSD issues ever since those penny arcade guys were on the show. Uh, sure, yeah, I still wake up screaming. <laughs> um, and I'm dealing with Hulk issues. Oh great! Oh boy, so... I, didn't, I didn't want to get into this. This is a little dishy, but right. I used to fuck the Hulk. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Go on. And you know, it was the, great. The Incredible Hulk. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, and it was great for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just fun casual... Right, you gotta keep it cash. No drama. Green Hulk or Grey Hulk? Oh, Green Hulk. Yeah. Well, that's, that's when things started to get messy. Oh, really? Yeah. Um... You know, and everything was fine. We weren't putting labels on it. Right. Because who needs those? Right. Who needs a label? Well, we're just having fun. Outside of labeling, the Hulk is incredible. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Or making sure you know which bananas are the trap bananas and which ones are the eaten bananas. Right. If if the future monkeys can read, we're in big trouble. Yeah. I mean, I think just the idea is to have some sort of like symbol that you understand. Oh, right. Got it. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. What about
1: a monkey with a line through it?
0: (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. a kind of I hate monkeys symbol? Yeah, that's nice.
1: Would that symbolize the trap bananas or the fruit bananas?
0: Boy, oh, it's confusing. We'll right. need a key. Got it. We'll need to carry around the key in our wallet. Got it. Um, And also just like some conversion stuff. Right. In case we ever go to um, a country that has the metric system. Got it. Um, So, yeah, things are going good with Hulk. Yeah. And, you know, just when that whole gray Hulk thing started, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, too much, too much drama. Really? And, you know, I hate drama. Well, you're a no-drama mama. Yeah, and, you know, and I think that's something that I let, you know, everybody I'm dating know, is that if there's one thing I hate, it's drama. You're also and 420. Friendly. And 420 friendly. 420 <laughs> friendly, shaved, <laughs> tight. And I love hikes and brunch. Right. <laughs> So there's a, it's not That's really. everything about me, by the way. That is, I think if you get those things, you kind of get this saucy little package.
1: Well, should we introduce our guest on the program? I don't know. If... I hope it's not the Hulk because things would be weird. <laughs> it's not the Hulk, but I can tell you this, Jordan. Mm-hmm. He's quite good at softball. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say he's incredible. <laughs> he's incredible too. Yeah. Uh, he's an acclaimed writer mm-hmm. of fiction, mm-hmm. nonfiction. Television. Cool. He's the boss of uh, one of my favorite shows, uh, the stars series Blunt Talk. Uh, He is uh, a longtime friend of Max Fun and a legendary charmer. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Jonathan
2: Ames, hi, Jonathan Ames. Uh, uh, hello. hi. <laughs> that wasn't very charming, but hello <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that was your your post high apology was very charming,
2: <laughs> yeah, i I guess I rallied at the last moment <laughs> for i I was thinking of Max Fun though, when you said that, and I had such a nice memory of like being out in the woods, oh, at max where, Funcon he, what was that two years ago, maybe yeah, I think so, like three years ago, maybe lake Arrowhead, maybe yeah, three years. well,
1: what I remember most vividly about your visit to Max FunCon is that you were by far the best player on the softball field. Like, Chuck Bryant was pretty good. Mm. Sure, Ken Roberts knows how to throw one of those underhanded slow-pitch knuckleballs. But the
2: real star on that softball field was Jonathan Ames. Um. I'm having like a junior senior moment. I have no memory of this softball game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were you, sure it was I mean, me? I, I mean, if you're uh, like you me, me, you some... like to take some shrooms,
0: and play softball, and then sometimes. I'm trying to remember this. It might game. have just been
1: Dan Kennedy.
0: Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> no,
1: uh, it was you, Jonathan Ames.
0: You were you were slugging out there. You're quite the athlete.
2: Well, I, I have no recollection of this. For
1: an effete Eastern intellectual, <laughs> <laughs> you're really an
0: excellent
2: athlete. Well, I used to play a lot of sports as a kid. Sports was a great great. I love sports.
0: What, uh, what were your, what were your sports of choice?
2: Well, let's see. Uh, I played tennis. Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to play softball, but just recreationally. I was on the fencing team. These are very effete sports. So <laughs> you far. never, you never played professional <laughs> softball, Jonathan. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> purely recreational. Yeah, I wish I could remember the and then also details some of the dressage. Game. I remember some walking around in the darkness. I remember John Hodgman had like a cabin where people gathered and were drinking. But that, that's you know nice fragments though, but no game. Damn it, Ames was clubbing it.
1: Oh, no. maybe that's why he wasn't clubbing it like in the weeby clubbing
2: sense. <laughs> Oh uh, wait, would be wait! Great. Now it's coming to me. Yes, we walked up a hill. Yeah. Okay, I do remember that field. Yeah. Okay, I remember that game. Yeah,
1: the jungle was kind of uh, ripped uh, too. Yeah, it's, okay. got,
2: it's got guns. Something uh, uh, when
0: I when I was a kid, I uh, had a friend that played tennis and would try and take me uh, up to the tennis area. I don't know what it's called. Right. Uh, it's called to th- the links. <laughs> there you go. Try to take me down to the links. Yeah. Uh, and. And something that I just never got about tennis is that you're not just supposed to hit it as hard as you can.
1: I know. Ah, oh, me too. There have Drove been, me nuts. There have been periods <clears throat> where I have thought I should like to play tennis mm-hmm. because it's a, I like sp- playing sports. It's a recreational sport that a lot of people do. And doesn't take a lot of people to play. You only need two people to play. Or you can just hit it into a wall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the part about not just hitting it as hard as you can is so fucking hard to manage. Yeah. Like I just wanna hit like every time I hit the fucking ball, I just knock it way out of the tennis court. Because of your Hulk strength.
0: Well, yeah. I mean they shouldn't have got me angry. <laughs> uh Jonathan, do you, you mentioned fencing in there. Uh what was when was the last time you fenced?
2: Um i I think I went to an a college alumni meet i'm a, I'm answering everything so earnestly. you guys are very funny i'm like but i'm I'm still imagining, but Hulk would be a very dramatic lover wouldn't that be the whole thing? The Hulk, he gets all enraged. yeah and passionate i mean how could he be not wouldn't that be the lure? Do you was think the drama? Or? No,
0: you're right. I think you were poking holes in my bit, Jonathan. <laughs>
2: oh. Oh, okay, I thought maybe you were covering up for what really happened. <laughs>
0: no, no, yeah, I think right. I think that right. It is a funny idea thinking of making love to the Hulk or just you know like courting the Hulk and him just like. Would you like to go to the farmers market? <laughs>
2: But I think I think it makes for a nice visual, a little human riding on his back somehow. <laughs>
0: oh, I would love to ride the Hulk.
2: <laughs> you know.
0: Farmer's market.
2: Jordan,
1: would you like to rent a paddle boat?
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds delightful. Could
1: yeah. Can I ask you a question, Jordan, sincerely? Please. I don't know if you dated exclusively the Hulk or mm. if you also saw David Banner, but... <laughs> Bruce Banner. I, Bruce Banner? Yeah. Oh, David, David Banner is what he was called man. on the TV show. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what David Banner the Rat Man, is named mm-hmm. after. Gotcha. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bruce Banner, if you also dated Bruce Banner, but do you think that Bruce, maybe you know, mm-hmm. can Bruce
0: Banner become engorged without hulking out? Yeah, I think that is part of, I mean, obviously, like, you know, superhero comics have to, you know, you can't get, you can't get too dirty. Right. But I do think that they can show a hard on, but they can't show penetration. (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's like a playgirl. You could show a half chub. Right. That's why there's daredevils always got a half chub. Right. Uh, That's what he's famous for. But I think that is part of part of Hulk lore is that's why, you know, that's why relationships are tough. That's why he's kind of a loner is because I think part of that includes when you get sexually excited, you know, the Hulk comes out.
2: Oh did, yeah. Did he sue Gonker? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for, for just this, this kind of conversation. Exactly. Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: the backing of Silicon Valley supervillain <laughs> Peter Thiel.
0: Right, yes. Thiel? Yeah, T H I E L. It's I on on the topic of Hulk Hogan sex tape. Yeah. Um A do you know anyone who has watched it? Why would one? How you? What? How? What? What degree of fan do you have to be of Hulk Hogan to want to watch that sex tape? I guess
1: or to refuse
2: to watch it? Well, where? I just want to ask a basic question. Yeah. Because I'm a little bit older than you guys, not much, mm-hmm. but I'm not good. I can never find sex tapes on the internet. You know. Mm. Like, I guess what I've... happens? Do they go away? Like. Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton. I hear about them all the time. Yeah. But I've never actually seen them. Where do you where do you, you Google them? This isn't this is a great like, question. You Google I guess i Golk Gulk Golgan. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just Google Golkog.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, well, That's how they get around no things in the dark web. Just spell it a little differently. <laughs> no wonder I don't get to see it. <laughs> yeah. Search
1: Search for the celebrity's name, but in pig Latin <laughs> and you'll find it.
0: Yeah, I guess I I guess maybe the original was Pam and Tommy. Pam and Tommy Lee. I've I've never seen that. I've definitely seen Pam and Tommy Lee. Oh
1: yeah? I but it was like on You do you remember so this would have been after your time, Jonathan, but when we went to college, the internet was not yet fully developed. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean it, it existed completely, but it wasn't in its full current bloom. Mm-hmm. Uh, But a cat had yet to play keyboard and (laughs) usher in the modern era. But uh, we had a robust intranet Mm -hmm. in the dorms. And uh, you could just when you were plugged into the Internet, you could just look around and see what other people left unprotected on their computers. Mm -hmm. And it was substantially, if not exclusively, pornography. (laughs) And I think that's where I saw Mm.
0: that sex tape. Somebody had a hot. A real player file of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was never like... um, I really... It was out of pure amoral curiosity Mm -hmm. or immoral curiosity, perhaps even. I was not even... And have never really been into Pamela Anderson. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do remember... I feel
0: like Tommy Lee had a monster crank. I think... I mean, I know that as, you know... The fallout from that. I've never seen it, but I know about the Monster Crank. Ray J also has a Monster Crank? I think Ray J's also got a Monster Crank. Yeah. I, I like Lonnie Anderson.
1: <laughs> oh, there you
0: go. <laughs> you
2: seen that WKRP Lon... in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> um... This is kind of like an episode of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where is Lonnie Anderson? I don't know. Oh, oh, She's still somewhere.
0: Yeah, hanging out, counting mun. Just relaxing, <laughs> having tea with the girls.
2: <laughs> uh, it'd be nice to meet her.
0: That would be great. that would be fun to
2: meet Lonnie yeah, Anderson. I know, have dinner. I bet she knows she's seen a lot <laughs> uh,
0: something that came up in the legal wake of the Hulk hogan sex tape uh, I think is very interesting uh, so the people uh who were who were trying to uh prevent Hulk from suing uh used this defense. They said that uh because Hulk hogan. Uh, Goes on like morning radio shows and talks about how big his dong is that it is therefore in character for him to have a sex tape and it is along the lines of how he presents himself publicly. So therefore a sex tape is not damaging his reputation because he goes on radio shows and talks about his dong. Right. Because he's a public figure and that is part of his public persona. Sure. And his argument was that when he goes on the radio, he's Hulk Hogan. And when he was having the sex tape, he was whatever Hulk Hogan's real name oh, yeah, is. Yeah,
2: it's like Rich Gambarini or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Terry, Baleo. Terry Baleo. So Hulk Hogan's penis is a character uh-huh. in this world. And that argument is that Hulk Hogan's penis is a fictional character. And he can talk because he is – and also his argument he said his penis is very small.
2: No, really? So he had to he, come out and say that?
0: Yeah, so when he— To
2: win this lawsuit? To
0: win the lawsuit, he had to own up to his small penis. <laughs> yeah. And racism, too, I guess.
2: Uh, shit.
0: <laughs> now, does this same thing about being a character apply to Bubba the Love Sponge? Oh, hard—yeah, <laughs> hard to say. Like, is he—because he because but he But that's, he that's is... the name on his birth certificate, so— Oh, okay. So, no, that is his authentic self. Bubba T. Love Sponge. <laughs> yeah. You can call me Bubba, though. I would love it if the judge settled in Hulk Hogan's favor but forced Hulk Hogan to have to produce, like, a series of animated films about his penis uh-huh. just to prove that it is a fictional character. I think, I think that Gawker
1: put excerpts of the sex tape on Gawker, and that was part of... It wasn't just that they had covered it. It was mm-hmm. that they had published portions of it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if they, like... Blurred stuff out.
2: Yeah, I didn't see it. But... I... Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry, Jonathan. I... But yeah, like, I think the question is, like... I just, like, I genuinely don't want to see that. No, yeah. Like, I'm not even... Curious about that in a non-sexual way.
2: But I did imagine just now inside his golden shorts, a little, <laughs> a little Hulk Hogan action figure. It's kind of like a penis, but it had his right, arms, has his arms, arms and maybe movable joints. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's down there between his legs. <laughs>
0: maybe it's like but. one of those. Did you get? Do you guys remember the often? You know, often played Saturday morning cartoon commercial for the Wrestling Buddies, the stuffed versions of the wrestlers. Oh
1: yes, I. In fact, I. When I was in college, uh my, my college roommate, my freshman mm-hmm. year roommate, Mike, was totally obsessed with Ultimate Warrior and especially Ultimate Warrior's life advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, for a while, the Ultimate Warrior, after he was went slightly insane and was kicked out of the WWF, uh, was calling himself Warrior, and he aspired to open a chain of inspirational gymnasiums for exercising and becoming (laughs) part of gaining warrior spirit. Yeah. Um, And he was always talking about, if you go on the Internet Archive and find, I think it was like Mm warriornation.com or something, uh, you can still find some of his... Insane essays about how life is best lived, which specifically is with folk, mm-hmm. which is focus, but it's not about us, it's about you personally, mm-hmm. and destrucity, which is the quality of being able to, dist- to destroy. destroy. <laughs>
2: yeah. Distrucity? <laughs> distrucity. And folk and, and folk is short for focus, but not folk like common folk?
1: And It's F O C, might be F O K E, but it. Is focus, but it's individual focus rather than group focus. Mm. Um, anyway, my uh, roommate Mike was obsessed with Ultimate Warrior, and I I did locate and purchase for him an Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy. Mm. Uh, so I I briefly owned one myself. But yeah, sure. That was like in 1986. No better no better thing to own than uh, huggable Hulk Hogan. <laughs>
0: You can film your own sex tape. (laughs) Um,
2: I imagine somebody probably rubbed against one of those dolls. I bet bet it did happen.
0: Yeah, I bet that was that imprinted on someone's sexuality. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. If it's plush,
1: somebody's rubbed against it. Yeah. I think people have tried to fuck a Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, sure.
0: Got that cassette bay? (laughs) Sure, yeah, that, that... That sweet motorized mouth, <laughs> with that with that seductive whir while it's talking. <laughs> sure, is the sound the sex acts would make? <laughs> um, so, uh, you said, I do genuinely filthy jokes about Hulk Hogan's dong aside. Do want to know about what it's like to be on a fencing team? Uh, who who fences? I guess I'm wondering. What is the quality of a of a young
2: fencer? <laughs> um, I don't, well, they're athletic, mm-hmm. you know, but they're not your typical jocks. Though there were some typical jocks, they were they were kind of like the jocks who might later, you know, be at the head of a submarine or something like that. You know, they're <laughs> yeah. just like classic, yeah, like classic a, naval like submarine kind jocks. of diabolical side, a little bit, yeah, you know, because they like swashbuckling and. And there's hmm. an equipment aspect to fencing. When I was in f- a fencer, I fenced saber, and it wasn't electrical. But a- later, everything's electrical, so you have got to kind of be good with wires and keep your weapons in order. What do you
0: and, mean electrical? I guess I well, do
2: Well, when you fence to score touches, so that mm. they it all happens so fast. You do have a judge. Uh, lights go on to mm-hmm. indicate who's been struck. And, okay, and there's all sorts of rules of engagement. Who begins the attack has what's called the right of way. Anyway, I haven't done it for a long time. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I had some crushing defeat. Hmm. And I was thinking about this recently. I don't know why it happened like 30 years ago. And it, something broke in me. I, I choked. I was going to win the state championship. I was up 4-0. You had to get five touches. And I had like an undefeated season, real perfectionism going on. And then I, I choked. And this guy came back, my rival, and beat me 5-4. And something kind of broke in me that night on the sport. I never really enjoyed it again. Hmm. Um, Do you remember the rival? Do you remember who it was? Yeah. I remember a nice guy named Tony Consoli um, later became Hulk Hogan. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, but so I don't know, like it, it meant like, I don't know, get all wrapped up in perfectionism and it wasn't that much fun. But then later I did in college and we would have fun. We'd go up on the battlements of the football field and, stage sword fights there and then in my tv stuff i've often recreated fencing moments in fact i, I fenced uh this season on blum talk i was patrick stewart's body double because i, I kind of oh. do this thing where he and his manservant pull do a little bit of uh inspector Clouseau and cato you know where they attack each other <laughs> and they battle and so this one shot they were fencing but i i stepped in for patrick stewart for a lot of the stuff because he had a bad shoulder.
0: Hmm. And, uh, did you? I mean, did you try and get into character as Patrick Stewart? Did you try and uh, you know
2: become spectacularly uh, handsome? Yeah, 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 yes, I was going
0: to well, say, was, tell I, people I, I, what uh, to do, obtain well, an
2: absurd I, amount of <laughs> dignity. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I knew I was hidden by the mask. Sure. I guess I tried to think like his character <laughs> did, and anyway, but uh, so that was the last time I fenced was a few months ago. I feel like I probably couldn't talk
1: to
0: Patrick Stewart. That would be tough.
1: I've talked to many, many, many people who I admire and great artists, great creators with Bullseye, you know, obviously. Sure. And Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> and Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> but I just feel like Patrick Stewart is so, so like, uh, so powerful in his presence. Mm-hmm. That I genuinely would have a hard time conversing with him.
2: Oh, but I mean, you you would find him very approachable, and he loves to talk, and yeah, I think you would get engaged immediately. Would he, you say he's not
1: scary? Is he soups chill? <laughs> uh, I, Totes chill?
2: I, I, I don't I don't I don't know this slang, but I, I recognize <laughs> the word chill. So from <laughs> that, I'll assume like that he's calm and easy to be around. You know, I I would. Agree with you. Well, what's totes chill? I, I mean, to-
0: totally. I think totes is totally, oh, not and soups like, is
2: super. Oh, so not not like a totes.
0: Bag or, or, <laughs> no, not yeah. like a is he, he, is umbrella he a tote bag filled with chill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Because that's
2: what I'm like, okay, does he carry his chill? No, all right. Yeah. So, all right, so it's totally chill. What was it, soups Chill? Supes no. Chill, yeah. Is this people really saying this?
1: Everybody. Yeah, like in about 2008?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, 2008, a great time to be totes chill
2: and yeah. soups
1: Chill. <laughs> yep.
0: Um, Just I, a great
1: year for a brief overall. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, yeah. A great why for <laughs> yeah. a brief um so uh i i would tend to agree with you Uh uh-huh but i have gone through many many online image galleries of patrick stewart goofing around with ian mckellen (laughs) yeah which i think humanizes him to a spectacular degree
1: you know i interviewed
0: uh i interviewed by the way if you have not seen these image galleries do yourself a favor get on google or Goog, because I called it in 2008. Uh-huh. <laughs> and type in, Patrick Stewart goofs around with Ian McKellen. I don't know if that's exactly the search term, but it'll, you know, Goog knows what's up. It'll help you out. And they do all kinds of things. They I, go to Chinatown. Uh,
2: yeah, I think they were doing uh, Waiting for Godot in New York. And, oh, and, and, yeah. and, and I think to sort of help support doing that play, um, I think they went around New York and did all sorts of pictures. Maybe.
0: Yeah, and just automatically everything they did would viral because they're the two greatest men. Did uh, Does Ian and Kellen ever show up on the set of Blunt Talk to just do some goofing around between
2: takes? Uh, I never saw him on the set of Blunt Talk, but I went to, uh, I think, Patrick's wife's birthday party, which was at a pool hall in mm. Brooklyn. I hope that's not... Too much information, or something, but uh, and uh, TMI as what And uh, say, Ian Ian McKellen was there and very nice. And, oh, cool! Uh, I'd also seen him and Patrick doing Waiting for Godot and uh, the Pinter play. I'm blanking on the title.
1: Yeah, they were doing a Pinter show, and when they're doing I was in they're London doing it right weeks ago, now in yeah.
2: London too. And I'm still blanking on the title. So am I. Don't worry. Um, no Man's Land, maybe that sounds right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I can hear the fellow. On the other yeah, side, any chuckles—it's—it's it's very encouraging. It's not a fake chuckle.
1: Yeah, that's why he hasn't sincere. gotten fired. Sincere, yeah, he's a very sincere guy. <laughs> Everything else about him does a shit job. But <laughs> yeah. no, and he's a bad person. Sure. I mean, ultimately,
0: like one of the big problems with our producer Brian is, that, yeah, he really is reprehensible. He's the other guy in the Hulk Hogan sex tape. Yeah, and he's encouraging Hulk Hogan to say all that racist stuff. I know it's terrible. I, I mean, I don't even know why we hired Bubba the
1: Love Sponge to be our producer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we figured it would be enough if we just called him Brian instead of Bubba. But yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Given Patrick Stewart's new status as a chill icon, mm-hmm. do you think he might be a good person to open a celebrity lifestyle-themed eatery?
0: Go on. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm with you. What, you well, call it Soup's Chill?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only gazpacho. Sure. I mean, I think that Soup, lan- soup Plantation is, you know, noticeably, I mean, uh, having, some, having some troubles. Yeah. Having and to close down a lot of locations.
1: And that name has always been very
0: uncomfortable. You know, in the South, it's called, like, Green Tomatoes or something like that. <laughs> uh But, yeah, they're okay with it here because here plantations are fine. No one has any negative associations with that. Yeah.
2: Um, I think Patrick should come up with a whiskey. Uh, He likes likes whiskeys. A friend of mine drinks George Clooney's tequila. (sighs) Oh, interesting. What is that tequila called? Does anyone know?
1: I know. All I really know about is Danny DeVito's Limoncello.
0: Sure, yeah. Uh, Celebrity Booze comes up a a weird amount on this show. Um, Yeah, I would like to try the George Clooney tequila. I have not, but... can.
2: So, i oh, yes. that. Now, going to, back to Danny DeVito for a moment, please. No. Um, what, what was his name in "Throw Mama from the Train"? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I
2: don't know. Like his character's name?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember back to Brian.
2: 1988. As mm-hmm. oh, I watched it again the other night, it's so good. What's his name? Did Brian get it yet? I like, Did that, you Google it?
1: I like to know that <laughs> Jonathan Ames, <laughs> that, it, that acclaimed writer Jonathan Ames yeah. spends his free time watching Throw Mama from it's the Train. It's
2: so good. It's so good. <laughs> Owen. Oh, yeah. And the way the mother says the name Owen. Owen.
0: Owen. 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 <laughs> I love to talk of that voice. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all talk like that for the rest of the show. <laughs> Jordan. <Yeah. laughs> Owen. <laughs> Just, it was so cringy. Sorry, Brian. We'll do to you. Brian! <laughs> Hulk Hogan. It's fun. <laughs>
2: Podcast!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jorner, <laughs> are we leaving money on the table? Not doing a "Throw Mama from the Train" podcast?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a like a Gilmore Guys type situation oh, where we yeah. just constantly watch, watch the movie for "Throw Mama from the Train." Yeah, well, each you week could, you we could watch. Do a reading one. of the
2: script. Oh
0: yeah, oh, yeah. maybe celebrity celebrity oh, stunt cast it. <laughs> I mean, you of course would play the mother because of your impression. I would like to. Is uncanny. Same magnifique,
1: <laughs> as they say in French. <laughs> uh, of
0: your impression of the mom from "Throw Mama <laughs> from the Train." Uh, I notice our local soup plantation has not closed, but there is a sign up in the window uh, saying that it is applying for a liquor license. Wow. So now I guess their solution to, you know, falling falling profits is we got to get some booze in there. So part of me loves the idea of, of just getting real fucked up at the soup plantation.
2: What's soup plantation? I think soup
0: plantation is like... Uh Lower mid-tier chain restaurant mm-hmm. that specializes in soup. Yeah, it's a it's a kind of an all mm-hmm. you can eat situation. You are drop in ten bucks to getting in there, and there's soup, salad bar, cheese breads, make your own Sunday bar.
2: Look like at it things a ch- like this, and a chilies no, with no, no
0: table service but level,
2: no right? Gone <laughs> with the wind, kind of. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's same. not about the
0: antebellum South.
1: Man, I went to this. I went to this restaurant in. Um, London mm-hmm. we were in London, it was right near our venue and it's a huge Indian restaurant, mm-hmm. and the food was actually very good, yeah. uh, but it was fully themed out, like high end themed out mm. as like nineteen thirties mumbai okay uh, and it's real weird. To go to, like, a colonial empire-themed restaurant (laughs) in London. Right. Like, it was so, like, remember the glory days of the Raj? (laughs) Sure.
0: Themed. (laughs) There's a... uh... Uh, I have not been, but there is a Korean restaurant in Orange County where the theme is Jurassic Park. <laughs> and it's totally illegal. Like, they did not get permission, but they just have Jurassic. There's, like, animatronic dinos. I don't know where they got them. <laughs> oh, I want to go to this thing so bad. Government surplus. All <laughs> right, They were they were used in a murder. So the police just sell them off. Um, You're used for military research. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess I guess that I guess that Indian restaurant is our Sioux Plantation if they would go whole hog with the Gone with the Wind theme. Yeah, I would like I like I, I like Sioux
1: Plantation to be honest about itself. Mm-hmm. You know, you think they're like in the baseball playoffs, the, the Cleveland Indians mm-hmm. have only been wearing their racist hat. Oh boy, yeah. Like uh, at the beginning of the season they made it their like second alternate hat or something and they've been wearing a hat. With, so they do have a non-racist hat that's yeah. available. They have a very handsome hat with just a nice C on it mm-hmm. for Cleveland. Sure. It's first letter in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it sort of signifies it stands in for Cleveland. Sure. I, I believe that's called I synecdoche. T- but I don't
0: got time to read the whole it word. It might be metonymy. Yeah. I can't remember. It's a Bill Dung's Roman. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
1: and, uh, yeah, they've, for some reason, just been choosing to wear the racist one, mm-hmm. the one with the, like, grotesque caricature from 1947. Yeah, sure. And, uh, uh it's really, uh, it's really awe inspiring. And that's sort of what Soup Plantation could do. Like, why, if you're
0: gonna be awful, why do half measures? Sure. Just everybody, all, you know, The people who are giving you your tray and your drink cup, if you buy it, could just be like swooning Southern Bells. Mercy, (laughs) here's your bottomless beverage cup. Did y'all, were you paying attention when
1: Ani DeFranco had her like- First of all- when it comes to Ani, I'm always paying attention. Okay, great. I'm more of a Tory man myself. Oh, okay. I understand where you're coming sure. from. <laughs> He's an Ani. I'm a Tory. <laughs> Let's, Let's call, call the whole thing, thing off. <laughs> um, I, uh, uh, she had, maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, mm-hmm. she announced a huge, like a retreat conference Ani festival thing mm-hmm. that she was holding on, uh, in a plantation in North Carolina or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and needless to say, the heads of Annie DeFranco's fan base exploded. Mm-hmm. Like the you could just hear across mm-hmm. the nation just women's heads going. <laughs> 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 and uh there there was more fucking drama. It was like a solid two months of insane Annie DeFranco's songwriting retreat on a slave plantation drama oh boy do you think
2: this was maybe south carolina because i i went to an artist colony in south carolina on an old plantation this woman a great lady uh had inherited these lands from her parents and her parents had used it as hunting grounds from like the 1920s on it hadn't been plantation since the 19th century but the old Plantation house, and I think it was like 900 acres or 9,000 acres. It was a huge bit of land and by a river, and we saw alligators and everything. Anyway, when she got it, she wanted to have this land, which had been used for hunting and been a plantation, to be a place that would uh, create art. It was called the Medway Foundation. And she h- held peace conferences there and all, all sorts of interesting things. In a sense, once she inherited it, to try to make up for the... Some of the history of that land, and uh, I think eventually she may have sold it. But I wonder if uh, anyway.
1: Now, Tori Amos had her retreat at Edwards Air Force
0: Base. Does that seem weird? No, it's with Six Flags.
1: Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. I
0: must have misread that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's mean... in Marine World, Africa, USA, and Vallejo. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the Six Flags. <laughs> um, was when you went to this retreat, was there any? plantation stuff around or did you
2: just know that it was a plantation because they told you? They told us and and when you drove up to the old house it had that long drive up and it was a beautiful sort of style of of another era. I I recognize all this stuff from Fletch too. And uh, anyway, it was, um, but there was no other remnants and some reason, well, I don't know if it was there or somewhere, I don't know. During that time, I, I got a case of, it's called Mystery Crabs. And,
0: <laughs> oh, boy. And, uh, <laughs> and
2: I, I put, You've never heard of Soup
0: Chill. I've never heard of Mystery crabs. Well, I, you know, I, I, I
1: order I, them when they're in season straight <laughs> from
2: Maryland. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. I put it in one of my books. It was horrifying because there you are at an artist colony, and what do you do about the sheets? Anyway, it was a nightmare. And I ended up <laughs> shaving my whole body, which was kind of interesting. <laughs> and, um, but... I had a good time there, though. Despite so. the mystery crabs, yeah. But or maybe, maybe I'd picked them up in New York and brought them down to mm. South Carolina. I don't know. Once you, they, shaved, they have an incubation period. When you, something. when you shaved, did you feel sleek or itchy? Uh, itchy and but in sleek, like looking in the mirror, like I there were parts of my body I hadn't seen in so long. You know, mm-hmm. just because. I don't know. <laughs> gross, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Crevasses. Hair. Yeah. Well, but it was just no, like... This show is no place to be gross, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. We try so, and keep so. this show PG, yeah, Jonathan, I, yeah, I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, sorry if I get boring once. It's, it's so hot today, I feel like I'm just sleepwalking. That's why I'm drinking coffee. Uh, Wasn't it incredibly hot today, though? I mean, it was. October it was like 96 degrees. Yeah. Los Angeles is really. The whole I on feel fire. like every year it
1: gets <laughs> to be October and it's 95 degrees outside, and I'm uh, angry and disappointed anew and then ashamed because I feel like I should know that
2: that's what it's like.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah. You you know what see I mean? I've lived here for 10 years yeah, yeah. now.
2: Like, well, it had started cooling down a little bit. The whole world is on fire. I know. I know we don't want to talk about that stuff. <laughs> know, we,
1: we try to get in. I mean, the main stuff we try and get into, and we already we already hit. Uh, What it would be like to have sex with the Incredible Hulk, which is one of the main things Mm -hmm. we try and get into. Uh, We already uh, dealt with uh, Tori and Ani, which we try and talk Mm -hmm. about every show. And then we get right into climate change. Sure. So (laughs) these are sort of – it's like a three-legged – we think of our show as a three-legged stool. So if you remove Tori and Ani or you remove climate change or you remove Hulk fucking – the two, the stool topples but mm-hmm. as long as you have those 3 legs it's as strong as can be it's you could strong, even that's a strong stool you mm-hmm. could even stand on it to pick an apple <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to yeah. we right. i really be- believe in a nice solid stool oh i mean that's why you got to eat fruit <laughs> yeah. I guess. Anyway, we'll be back in just a sure. second. I'm Jordan, Jesse, go. <laughs>
2: Listen up, Midwestern Max Funsters. Do not miss out on the inaugural Chicago Podcast Festival, November 17th through 19th. Catch the hilarious ladies of Lady to Lady and the witty and incisive Ineke and James from Minority Corner. Plus, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne will feature interviews with some pretty heavy hitters like Andre Royo and Dwayne Kennedy. Don't snooze, don't lose. Tickets are available right now. Visit MaximumFun.org and buy them. <laughs>
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
2: And um Jonathan Ames. Um <laughs> I was told to come up with a weird nickname two seconds ago. I I, I, <laughs> you I don't got one I, chambered. Well I Peter Pan, sexual.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Home run, sure. Just like yeah. in the softball game. Boom. Yeah. I've, been trying to,
2: I've been trying to write a good line about that, and I actually... <laughs> I'm not much of a tweeter, twitter, tweeter, but I did... Someone wrote something on Twitter to me today about the BDSM, mm-hmm. which I don't... It's not bondage thing it's the no dsm it's the doctor's side (laughs) manual for mental problems yeah somehow they tweeted to me about this and various categories that they were noticing in the show you know and i said well what categories or what features and i said i've always i i i at one time labeled myself peter pan sexual In that I'm weird and refuse to grow up. So so that's my my new nickname. I mean, if you look up Peter Pansexual in, say, the
1: OED or the DSM, um, or on NBC, Mm -hmm. CNN,
0: um, FedEx. CSN, GSN. Yeah. That's the Golf Network, I think. (laughs) Maybe. No, that's Games and Sports. Yeah. The Games and Sports Network.
1: Uh, The point is, you get a picture of Jonathan Ames, you're going to get yourself a picture of Alan Cumming. (laughs) <laughs> Those are your two primary Peter Pan sexuals. Yeah. Uh,
0: on the topic of naming and sexuality.
1: Oh, let's uh, – hold on because I want to say – I want to mention – It's this about naming and sexuality? We're going to get into naming okay. and sexuality in a second. I want to mention real quick. Yes. Uh, we are going to be at uh, – in Anaheim, California. Yes. At the Now Hear This Festival – uh, we're going to be there with our friends, the Doughboys. Mm-hmm. You get a discount on a pass if you use the code JJGO. And we hope that you will see you there. That you, that we will. That we see will see you, you there. there. You'll see
0: us. We'll yeah. see you. Everybody's happy. I'm going to be at the Chicago
1: Podcast Festival with Bullseye, and actually going to be doing it with our friends, Lady to Lady. Hey, uh, it's going to be a real blast. And uh, my guests on the show are going to be Andre Royo mm-hmm. from Empire and The Wire. Is Bubbles from The Wire? Super fun, cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, And Dwayne Kennedy, a past guest on this show, one of the funniest comics in the country, I think. Uh, So that's in Chicago in November, and tickets are on sale now, and you can find the link at MaximumFun.org. So I wanted to mention that.
0: Jordan, as you were saying. So, uh, some big video game news coming down the pipe today, guys. Yeah, what's that? Uh, The new new Nintendo is coming out next year. Mm -hmm. A whole new Nintendo. I've heard about this Nintendo Wii. Not your grandma's Nintendo. Oh, really? Is that no. my
1: grandma's Nintendo? Uh, this ain't. My, my grandma
0: actually had a Sega Master System. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, she loves Alex Kidd and the Enchanted Castle. <laughs> um, so... My grandma had a Turbo Graphics because
1: she was super into Bonk's adventures. <laughs>
0: grandmas love Bonk. Um, so the new Nintendo is called the Switch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And everybody online. As in what my father's parents would have Which him go, go into the cuts. backyard and cut. So yes, here's the thing with Switch. I feel it has it has many connotations. Calling something the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. that's one for me too. I never had to cut a Switch, but my mom uh, and dad were both Southern, where that's a thing you do. And whenever I would gripe or grouse or backtalk or sass mouth, mm-hmm. they would. They would tell me that I was lucky because their parents made them go out and cut a switch. Mm-hmm. So that I should count my, count my blessings. Right. Switch. I, I mm-hmm. was once electrocuted changing a light switch. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh... <laughs> so you think of that. <laughs> yeah. And I think of... I, I had a, a conversation with a dominatrix, which was mm-hmm. not while I was being dominated. This was a casual conversation in a group setting. Group therapy. Group therapy. <laughs> uh, Jordan goes to BDSM group therapy. Yeah, we we go. We meet at the. We meet in a church basement. I'm unhappy. Pow. <laughs> sure. Um, and she told me that she was what what they call in the BDSM community a switch, meaning that she could be a dom or a sub. Oh. So if you wanna, if you wanna, if you want a hard spanking dominatrix. She can do it. If you want a a naughty a turkey schoolgirl, she does that. Turkey and
2: cheese sub.
0: Sure. <laughs>
2: oh God, I would love a turkey and cheese she, sub she right can about make now. One of those.
0: You want an <laughs> orange either,
2: Julius? She can either spank you or make you an incredible sub. Oh boy.
0: She
1: calls. Why it not a both? Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. It's a regional thing. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, called a Hulk <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know, I
1: I had heard Hulk bragging about his hoagie, and it turned out to be quite small. <laughs> all well,
2: right. It's probably because it took uh, steroids, right? And it got all shrunk oh, down. Oh, no, you
0: know, maybe. A possibility. I mean, yeah. I'm sure
2: that's what it is.
0: So I can't separate this Nintendo from the thought of someone who is both a dom and a sub.
2: Hmm sub dumb.
1: I watched a very dumb internet commercial for the new Nintendo.
0: Yes, it's
2: a very a bad dom commercial. Commercial or a dumb commercial?
1: A dumb commercial. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> buy it, you worm. <laughs> You're scum. Buy this. <laughs> Fucking nasty asshole. <laughs> buy this Nintendo. The new Nintendo Switch. Lick its boots. <laughs>
1: um, I. Ooh, filth. I. Uh, I saw that dumb commercial and mm. I was just. I just thought like
0: they have like a billion of dollars. Yeah, less these days, but they still have a billion dollars. Why not take
1: fifty thousand of it mm-hmm. and pay me to be like,
0: "Nah, guys, that's dumb." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think this uh, this commercial features. So I guess the appeal of the switch. In addition to being both a hard spanking dominatrix and a Sorry. naughty schoolgirl right, who needs to be punished. Uh is that you can play it at home like a regular Nintendo, but then you can yank it out and take it on the go. And they show this the group <laughs> somebody with it. A group, okay. <laughs> yeah, that you could whack someone over the head or and really get it. Be dumb. Yeah, yeah.
2: You can either whack someone with it or be whacked <laughs> with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they just show a bunch of cool millennials out with their switches. You know, going throughout their day, flying on planes, going on a train.
1: There's a part where a what? dude is headed to the airport with his Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. and he, like, sits down in the seating area, and, like, uh, a cool chick with fun bleach blonde hair mm-hmm. goes like, hmm. And then she, you're like, oh, she's got a Switch,
0: too. Yeah. I guess they're what, what Switch did, what, buddies. What does it
2: look like? Does it look like a Very tablet dumb. or a telephone? I mean, yeah, a so phone. the
0: the the... The one you plug into your TV just looks like a, you know, Nintendo-type thing. And the one you take with you is like an iPad with handles on the side.
2: So, And, and is there a joystick? I've never played Nintendo. Uh,
0: There, there are the, – so the things on the side are the, oh, those the movement yeah. sticks. yeah, But they're like arrow doodads, not like joysticks, right? Yeah, it would be like a thumbstick probably. Oh, there will be a thumbstick you think? I think there will be two thumbsticks on either side, yes. I didn't look that close at it. But when I, think... I
2: was a kid – in high school, you held this little thing, which was like a calculator, mm-hmm. but you could play football on it. And you would watch this little red dot <laughs> run up the field, and you would move it. That was the extent of the. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember in middle school, I went on a school trip, and I never had. I bought myself a Sega Genesis when I was like mm. thirteen or fourteen. With, like, two years of saved birthday and Christmas money. Mm -hmm. But before that, I hadn't had any of these doodads. And I remember that one of my classmates had Tiger Electronic Baseball. Mm -hmm. And it only had – it was uh, one of those uh, LED screens. Mm -hmm. So the ball only went in, like, six different places.
0: Right. Uh, And it just made a noise that was like,
1: beep, beep.
0: Beep, beep. Oh, yeah. Those noises are so annoying to all those old games.
1: And it was all I cared about in the world. <laughs> it was everything to me, those six places, and just getting to the point where you could get the timing exactly right to hit a home run every time, hmm. like, completely obsessed me.
0: Hmm. Uh, I have a—talking uh, about that Switch commercial made me think of a commercial I saw aimed at a similar kind of cool millennial. Uh, I saw a Supercuts commercial— and this featured, this is shot from the selfie point of view. So oh, this whole yeah. commercial looks like it's, it's, it's one cool ass millennials, you know, Instagram story or Snapchat. We should explain to Odyssey. Jonathan. Jonathan's a little
1: bit older than us. Mm-hmm. We are cool millennials. Sure. So one of the things that we love to do is called a selfie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's short for self photograph.
2: <laughs> now, what age group is the millennials? Like uh, twenty two to thirty two right now. I mean,
1: thirty five is the upper limit. That's how old I am. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so you guys, so you're, you're millennials.
0: I'm, yeah, I don't. Well, that's a good question, boy. I want to know the answer, but I also don't want to look into it or have someone explain it to me. Yeah, yeah in the well,
2: olden days. And why are you called millennials? Because you came of age in the 21st century? I guess
1: so. What, yeah. is, what is
2: the millennial? The,
1: we used to be called Generation Y. Yeah. Uh, but that was deemed lame because it was weird to only describe us in relation to Generation X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about? I consider myself a child of the uh, Willennium. <laughs> i consider myself a child of little romeo
0: so oh, okay. that's where we Fair. differ Fair. um so in this commercial it's all this this gal and it's a kind of a rapid fire you know montage of her holding the selfie and going about her day doing her cool things getting some coffee going to school seeing friends hanging out And then there's a quick shot of her on a fan boat. And then it goes to her at the (laughs) mall. (laughs) Do millennials ride fan boats? Is that a part of being a young, tech-savvy young person? Riding in a swamp on a fan boat? It's the most baffling. She's not doing any other adventure sports. Jordan, I swear to God right now. Yeah. If he's watching, may he strike
2: me down.
1: No, don't strike Jonathan down,
0: God. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Whoops.
2: <laughs> we we're sitting so close.
0: <laughs>
2: God's kind of near Plus, was, you're he, wearing he, that he, hat. He yeah. was driving. <laughs> Someone just said uh, I should smoke them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> don't smoke and drive. That's a lesson here. Exactly. Yeah, pull over to the side if you're going to
2: smoke. Yeah, he was passing a galaxy. <laughs> um, I shouldn't say he.
0: But... but sincerely jordan
1: do you not have a fan boat
2: uh
0: wow uh no i don't i've never been on one so what do you do just swim through the swamp i guess i just don't go into swamps i what if you want to see gators i don't i'm gonna stay away from them yeah seen those choppers jesus christ i mean they can really munch (laughs) yeah that's what i'm afraid of but i mean if you're in a fan boat you're all set. But then I just stay away from the swamp. And it's not—it's a non-issue because I'm not near the swamp where the gators are, so I don't need to go in the fan boat.
1: Okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If, as you say, you stay away from the swamp, mm-hmm. where do you score your blow if not from celebrity chef Paul <laughs> Prudhomme,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to kick blow. That's probably why I'm not going.
1: Oh. I'm in the program now. Well, just so you know, mm-hmm. If you're ever looking for some real
0: (laughs) premium booger sugar, (laughs) then
1: you're going to want to look to legendary celebrity Cajun chef (laughs) Paul Prudhomme. Just go out into the swamp in your fan boat and look around for an Applejack cap. (laughs) He's he's
0: got it. I think they're
2: called airboats.
0: Oh, airboats. Have you been in an airboat or a fan boat? I have been. How was that? Tell us all about it now, please. Well, I went
2: boar hunting oh my gosh. in central Florida with my son, but it was, well, we let the boar go and I'm not a hunter myself, mm-hmm. but I went along and we went at night uh, in the swamps with dogs and dogs with like GPS collars to track down these wild boar, which oh may have gosh. been brought over by the Spanish in the you know 1600s. And alligators everywhere you know and then like we parked the airboat and went running through the woods like with the guy tracking the dogs and then we found it and it pinned a boar down and then i held the boar while they took photos and they would have maybe killed it or speared it, but Mm -hmm. we'd let it go and i I heard that pigs are very intelligent and that's why they test cosmetics and various other things on pigs because they're most like us i mean we're pigs. You know, like that Twilight Zone episode where sure, yeah. you see people with the pig noses like, oh, gross humans. Well, we're uh, yeah. we're just as gross. I mean, we are we are a piggish species <laughs> bringing about climate change. I wanted to bring it back to that Thank part you. of the hard Thank stool. You. Thank, Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, so that was my airboat experience. Um, and you do zip along, and it's not good for the environment. And the alligators, they're just these ancient, incredible creatures. They must you know, they're almost, I don't know, like computer programs that are hmm. obsolete, but just still around and still quite, you know, I mean, they can eat cows, you know, but the, anyway, I'm just giving you. Well, up. don't get us. St- and if you want to talk about ancient creatures, don't get me started on the
0: coelocanth. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know a chambered nautilus that <laughs> <laughs> you could have a word with.
2: A coelocanth. Uh, that you sounds really? like Hulk Hogan's. Genitals again.
1: <laughs> Jonathan, you've really you've you've accidentally blundered into a, a real Jordan Jesse Go honey hole, which is uh, saying the names of creatures. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: we love it. <laughs> no get us started on the great winged lizard. Oh yeah, or Ice Age mammals. <laughs> you want to talk Kates all quatless. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to talk about that? Um so you were not invigorated by the airboat
2: well i i liked it it was at night the sky was beautiful the air i was with my son i love dogs so a lot of it a lot of it was fun. okay um and i was glad that i wasn't killing the animal though i do eat meat so i'm a total hypocrite so mm. you know
0: but i get not wanting to you know personally watch the life drain from something's eyes i yeah, get that yeah um, what caused you to go to Central Florida for a vacation?
2: Um, Disney World, yeah, sure, yeah, that's where the Gators are. <laughs> wait, we don't want to die. That's a sad story.
0: I uh, I was talking to our uh off mic last week, I was talking to our buddy Kyle Canaan about he does comedy uh every year at a music festival in Central Florida that I every year it happens uh, it's called Fest. I admire the lineup and wish I could go to Fest. It's like a punk rock festival. It's like right? a punk rock festival, yeah. It's like a like a like like punk rock by guys with tattoo sleeves and beards. Yeah. That sort of thing. Uh but I cannot bring myself to vacation in central florida i I can't like buy that plane ticket um but maybe i should maybe it's beautiful
2: yeah there's parts that are quite nice where are you from originally
0: uh orange county i'm from southern california
2: so this is home for you
0: yeah yeah i don't you know not good in swamps not, really, not good in swamps I would have really I would have pegged you
1: for a swamp man, I know that's
2: no, you're an, a desert person that's a, exactly you grew yeah up in the desert. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's why i'm uh yeah, so at home in you Where, know, wastelands, bad lands is that why you're wearing that coyote belt <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, well, it's yeah, it's my totem, <laughs> dude,
1: I was driving home from uh from work the other day, just pulling into my driveway. Two giant fucking coyotes. Yeah. Like, you know how coyotes are always a little smaller than you expect them to be mm-hmm. when you're actually right up close to them? These were fucking full-sized-ass coyotes just trotting around by
0: my car. They do trot, don't they? That is how they... Yeah, they're real trotters. Yeah.
2: I saw one on a ridge, and I guess the sun was going down, just its silhouette, like a Clint Eastwood movie or something. <laughs> yeah, I... I mean, that's like a full-on... That's some,
1: that's some like, turquoise jewelry shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's I, – I like seeing them. I think it helps I think that I – I should
2: f- make a T-shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big moon in the background. Maybe uh, just a dream catcher floating. Um, I, I I like seeing them around. I think part of it is because I haven't lost a pet to them. Right. I think if a one had devoured a beloved pet, I probably would not like them. But I always – I don't know. I always like seeing them and, and uh, you know, uh, you get that kind of nature finds a way feeling yeah. when you see them like
2: Does anyone know if like someone got a coyote puppy and raised it <laughs> and you know what I mean? It got separated from its oh, mother, yeah. you know like if you could if like, you could domesticate like, it. Yeah. Huh like I, Romulus and Remus.
1: I watched uh something that I will do when I don't want to watch anything of consequence and don't have any Simpsons episodes from seasons 1 to 10 that I have not seen recently uh, <laughs> is just watch dog documentaries on Netflix mm. and I watched one and I've gotten I'm at this point like there are like some pretty good PBS ones I didn't know that was a genre dog docs yeah dog docs oh, absolutely well,
2: anything with dogs I, I've often thought I used to think this that if you put the word dog in the title of your book you have a good chance of being a bestseller yeah a lot of books with the word dog in the title do well
1: yeah i mean we talked about uh how s- multiple members of the icelandic art rock band sigurd ros mm-hmm. uh produced a talking dog movie for money mm-hmm. uh, and it was very successful for them um yeah I'll, I'll watch uh i watch i'll watch a hero dog documentary mm-hmm. Um. Oh. What? Because a real nature documentary, my wife finds upsetting. Okay. Because she doesn't like how cruel nature is. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Um. She wants all the creatures to get along. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, which I can understand. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't like it? Uh, who wouldn't like it if a uh, you know if a wildebeest and a lion became friends? That would be pretty
2: cool. Truth is, they're mortal enemies. <laughs> yeah. Do you, have, do you have a dog? I got two dogs. Mm. And you watch documentaries on top of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like,
0: I'm dog crazy. the do, do dogs ever get in the way of the TV and you have to shove somebody, them aside yeah, so away. you can see the I TV watch, dogs?
2: I'm learning about dogs. <laughs> get away from me. Guys, somebody called K911.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm dog crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Uh, but, yeah, I want to say foxes, within a couple generations, you can bring to... Like, there was an experiment where people, where they bred for docility Mm -hmm. foxes that were in some kind of Siberian fur farm or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, they learned that you can breed those to docility. But I know, uh, like, wolves, you cannot breed to docility. Like, you can get relative domestication. Like, you can get them to be less likely to flip out and murder you, mm-hmm. but they will occasionally flip out. And sure. Murder yeah. You. It's like the raising the chimp. Oh, yeah. Oh, It'll oh, like,
2: oh, it might it. I just, I hate that story. Yeah. The one in Connecticut. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> let's, let's not. Uh, you brought it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. I can admit when I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, so I a something that I am noticing more and more lately is, and I'm trying to take stock of this, Mm-hmm. is when when I am alone in my house, what I have said to the cat. <laughs> and the other day uh, I was just getting ready for work and just the local news was on and they were doing a story about mountain lions and the cat was just laying down in front of the TV uh, and I said to her, see, this show's about kitties. <laughs> what the fuck? Cool. Why did... <laughs> Why did the cat need to know that? <laughs> Maybe you should practice talking to your Echo instead of Oh, my cat. Amazon Echo? <laughs> Alexa, this show's about kitties. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, play Huey Lewis in the News <laughs> sports.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I just sometimes like to have our listeners who might be listening to Jordan Jesse go uh, around the house. I like for their Amazon Echoes to play the Hugh Lewis in the News album. Sports, oh, <laughs> Alexa.
2: Oh, so you. Oh, that's funny, Alexa. So what's account. the
0: five-day forecast for Carlsbad, California? <laughs> there you go. And so they're getting that now if they're listening near cool. their Echoes.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this is the the ace. I don't know if I'm just noticing this now, or if I'm starting to do it because of some sort of creeping madness. Alexa, anyway. play "Rich Girl" by Hall Oates. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, you're
1: welcome, Amazon
0: Echo owners. You're welcome. That's a fucking tasty jam. Mm-hmm. You know what? 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 Alexa will probably do, and I've and I learned this when I asked it to play the. Um, Fleetwood Mac song Tusk recently uh-huh. is that it'll sometimes uh, pick out a, like a live version or a, or a or an alternate take. Oh. It won't. It, I think I think maybe just you know by virtue of how they do business they they don't want to they don't want to play the version you know they mm-hmm. want to play some sort of live version or something. Uh, I don't know how that affects the business, but I you know kind of sort of makes sense. But sometimes okay. that's a treat. Alexa, play "Getting Jiggy with It" by Kids Bop. <laughs> yeah, play the Kids Bop version without all those swears. <laughs> Having fun with people's Alexas, you know? Yeah, Jonathan, do you want to tell the listeners, is Alexis, to do something? Um,
2: I, I'm, I'm, I can't. No, that's what, <laughs> Alexa. I, I, I buy did. Blunt Talk
0: on <laughs> iTunes. Stop.
2: Yeah, that's a nice one. But well, I didn't. I didn't know about Alexa. I, I know about Siri. Alexa lives inside of an Amazon Echo. I mm-hmm. It's um, an Amazon Echo. <laughs> it's like
1: a little speaker questions. that has a Siri inside of it, but mm-hmm. it's called Alexa. Yeah.
2: And do you have one?
1: No, I don't own one. Uh, I'm I don't believe in technology. Mm. I don't even have a television. Mm. I just watch mm-hmm. documentaries on Netflix. Sure.
0: On a television. <laughs> yeah. But I don't consider that television. Yeah. Uh, I have Amazon. What Pond kind of too. dogs do you
2: have?
1: Uh, dogs that would pick a fight with and lose to a coyote. But are they? They're like terrier chihuahua mixes.
2: Oh, so, but are they cuddly? Like, do you roll around with them or?
1: They, one of them is an obsessive, uh, licker and hyper affectionate. Mm -hmm. And one of them is a little more cozy. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I do, I do like to cuddle with them a
2: lot. They're big cuddlers. Mm, That's
0: nice. John, are you a pet guy?
2: Um, I I have a nice relationship with the dog right now, mm-hmm. whom I'm mad about, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
2: uh, she just gives me so much love. She's a pit bull mix. Mm. I think mostly pit bull, but she kind of looks like a boxer, and she just loves to lick my face. I let her go at my mouth as much as she wants. One yeah. time I did yawn, and her tongue went deep. <laughs> down my I happened to yawn as she was go- going in, and yeah. then the other day I did. I tasted something fruity. I think she had been licking (laughs) her anus. It was was a fruity fecal thing. The most part, I'm like, oh, this is probably good for me, her licking me. I don't know. Like, it's a salve of some kind if I was a caveman, you know, and the dog was licking you and she cleans my eyes. But I love dogs. And uh, so.
1: One of the big themes on Blunt Talk, I don't know if you've seen any episodes of Blunt Talk that have this, Jordan, but. Uh, one of my favorite things about the show is that Patrick Stewart's character on the show has an air mattress in his office. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he's upset, uh, he brings his senior producer in to spoon him on it. <laughs> like just <laughs> upset <good>. about anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. It really makes me wish that uh, I I had someone. Uh, I had both an air mattress and just someone around here that I trusted enough to. spoon Oh me yeah, for you comfort. need a
0: you need a Smithers. Yeah,
1: I need a real, I definitely need a Smithers. You gotta
0: get a Smithers. <sighs> anyway. Gotta get a
1: Smithers. Back in just a second on Jordan mm-hmm. Jesse Go. La,
0: la, 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 la,
2: la,
0: la. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy.
2: I'm Travis McElroy.
0: I'm Griffin McElroy. And we host the first podcast ever made, My Brother, My Brother. Made.
1: Every Monday, we put out the first ever advice comedy podcast ever.
0: They found our podcast
1: on Dead Sea Scrolls.
0: We're the Hammurabi code of podcasts, and we're ready to entertain you with jokes. So, we invented the first jokes.
2: So, join us every Monday on MaximumFun.org.
0: You'll never crack our code, Dan Brown. Just try me. It's history in the making and in the faking, and it's all yours for the taking.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan
2: Morris, boy detective. Jonathan Ames, Peter Pansexual.
1: You know, when something momentous happens to you, like author and television writer Jonathan Ames crushes a home run in your softball game at mm-hmm. Max FunCon. We ask you to call us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. The number to call is 206-984-4FUN. 206-984-4FUN. The best thing to do, put that in your telephone right now. Let's go to the tape and our first telephone call of the week.
2: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is
1: Benjo from uh, Queens. I was on the subway the other day, and a 40-year-old guy is looking a little out of it. got on the subway. He went to go sit down. They saw a classy-looking 50-year-old woman. He asked her if she wanted a seat. She said, no, thanks, but it's nice that chivalry isn't dead. He looked a little confused and said,
2: what? And she said again, oh, it's nice chivalry isn't dead. He then looked horrified and blurts out, Sugar Ray is dead? I was just listening to them earlier today.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Wow. So maybe, I mean, this is like, I mean, maybe if you play... Fly backwards. Uh-huh. You hear the secret message. Sugar Ray is dead. <laughs> shoot! Shoot!
1: Shoot! Do you think I might have inadvertently killed Sugar Ray when I was trying to foment that uh, rivalry between the Sugar Ray totally '90s mm-hmm. cruise mm-hmm. and uh, the Max Fun Cruise Boat Party Biz? Uh,
0: I mean, I don't know when he died. Uh, he? I mean, Sugar Ray is one of those bands. It's like. You call it Sugar Ray, but it's Mark McGrath. Right. Ah. He's the heart and the soul of that opera. Like knows? John darniel and Mountain Goats. Sure, exactly. There's a, a rotating group of players. Mm-hmm. I apologize if anyone has, like, strong feelings about the drummer of Sugar Ray being great, and I'm uh, lessening his contribution to the band. Uh, it
1: would be awesome if, like, the entire—like how the drummer of Blink-182 mm-hmm. is so highly regarded. Mm-hmm. Like, if the entire band of Sugar Ray was, like, hyper-virtuosic. Sure. It was like a Steely Dan situation where everybody was, you know, doing, like, contrapuntal shit Mm -hmm. in fucking jazz time signatures or whatever. Right. I'm not a musician, Jordan. All those tracked. But then uh
0: Mark McGrath is out there going, I just wanna fly <laughs> Right, right. But they're they're doing some really interesting stuff with like augmented nights.
1: I am almost rapping,
0: but I'm not quite rapping. <laughs> um I I'm not to tell tales out of school and this could be I could be getting this wrong but, but you here's were something LFO I. lfo for a while here, i was in lfo <laughs> here uh, i talked to uh our buddy greg barrett mm-hmm. and in his band there are members of smash mouth
1: oh. and he
0: will tell you that smash mouth the band is very competent you know maybe what like I, in spite of their bad lead singer you know what i like hmm. greg barrett's band oh yeah you know, Greg Barrett, for such a
1: funny and talented comedian <laughs> mm-hmm. with such a quixotic dream of being a professional
0: musician, mm-hmm. <laughs> really, his band's music is a ton of fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, usually you think, like, oh, a comedian's band, there's, I mean, what what do you want to listen to less? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're great. Yeah. I mean, there's no question that
1: that's not what he should be doing with his time. I mean, he's a brilliant genius of comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh and But, yeah, his band really is a ton of fun. Totally. <laughs> um, should we take another call? Yes. Okay, here we go.
2: Hi, Jordan,
0: Jesse, and guests. This is Christian from Pittsburgh. My momentous occasion is last week I bought my very first house, which I guess makes me an adult. So I bought 12,000 balls and converted one of the rooms into a ball pit mm-hmm. because I'm a fucking adult. Grab a. Ball pit house, huh? Where I, I wonder... What kind of. There's these fucking cities.
2: Is that a room you jump in and you roll around in the balls? Yeah. Like like at a children's. That's what I'm. Yeah. You know, like those. Like at a Chuck E. Cheese or something. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm imagining.
2: But if the front door of it, though, would be hard to get in. All the balls would come rolling out.
0: Oh, that's a great. I guess I'm maybe
2: if it's a. If
0: it's, you know, a step down or something, if it's
2: a. You know, conversation pit. You could fill yeah, that with well, balls. yeah, but still, I don't know. He said a whole room. Yeah, I imagine them going right to the ceiling. Anyway, Jesse, I don't. Think I you, um. You should say something.
1: I, <laughs> I am a pretty obsessed with a vague memory of a time I watched American Pickers, mm-hmm. and they were in Detroit, and there was this guy who had bought an entire block's worth of houses. And built a train that he could ride on between them.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, just (laughs) because
1: a house in Detroit cost $1,000. And, like, obviously, I I have to live in Los Angeles, you know? Like, uh, I'm on the periphery of show Mm -hmm. business, and uh, my work requires that I be here in the locus thereof, you know? Fuck if the idea of buying a block's worth of houses in Flint, (laughs) Michigan and building a train that runs between them that I can ride on top of does not appeal to me so much. I get that. Like a fucking Wayne Coyne from the Flaming Lips (laughs) and some kind of weird fucking complex, you know. It's just totally built out of firecrackers or something. Uh,
0: Peacock feathers. I am remembering a thing uh, a couple months ago. Uh, Someone had started a pop-up ball pit bar. Uh, and this sounds like the most dangerous bad idea in history. <laughs> like if someone drops a pint glass and then you and your fucking dumb buddies jump from the, you know, wherever from the bar into the ball pit, you're going to get a face full of pint glass. that has been in there. How much do you think it costs to buy
1: 12,000 balls? Brian is looking it up right now. Okay. Let's all guess. And What kind yeah. of balls?
0: Uh just like ball pit balls. Yeah, that's ball what, that balls. was what I those, was wondering.
1: Plastic, those plastic hollow plastic balls. I mean they they're what voluminous.
2: Got, what if you got a room full of nice kickballs like that you had as a kid? <sighs> that would be fun. That'd that would be, be fun roll around be in fun. and oh, that smell. All of those. <laughs> I'd like to be dropped in one of those. God, that would be so fucking rad. <laughs> that would be some really high quality off gas. Yeah. It could be scary if you fell through the balls and yeah. then had to crawl out. Or if you got stuck because they're pretty tacky. Oh, my God, and you could suffocate. I have a fear of smothering. Yeah. I don't like to be smothered. I like to be covered (laughs) with cheese and onions and gravy.
0: Got it. Um, I
2: I flashed to you and the Hulk.
0: (laughs) It was something fun we did. We did hash brown play. It It was a kink that we had. Um, I think 12,000 ball pit balls... And I was wondering what you would like, how you would search for that. Like, what? Do you, I guess you just type in "ball pit ball" and the Google help you. Yeah, I think so. I think they cost twelve thousand of them costs nine hundred bucks. Nine hundred dollars for twelve thousand balls.
2: Yeah. What if it was a room of gumballs? <laughs> and Fuck, that would be <laughs> great. But, but it was like forty thousand, and you were dropped in the middle. And you're suffocating, but you could sort of chew chew, <laughs> chew your way out. Like He's there's so like cool. some weird mission impossible death. Like, okay, let's leave them in the gumballs. Yeah. they will never survive. This is why
1: Jonathan Ames gets premium cable shows, Jordan. Uh, yeah. And all we get is a canceled show on IFC. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say twelve thousand balls, I'm gonna say Five hundred dollars.
0: Okay. Whoa.
1: I I think that most of the cost is going to be transportation. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say five hundred dollars shipped to your door. Really? Okay.
2: Can you Google that?
1: Yeah, Brian's Googling it right now. He's, He's a professional. It. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Jonathan hasn't guessed. Jonathan, uh, how much uh, money do you think? And remember, it all twelve thousand.
2: And this is kind of balls that Chuck E. Cheese might buy. Yeah, exactly. Those like those toxic things that probably end up in a whale's snout and yes. yes. a beach snout balls. Yeah. And they're, they're somehow
1: a sealocanth
2: is eating them. Yeah, beautiful floating brains in our oceans mm-hmm. being tortured by our boats churning, <laughs> making their sounds. You got I'd it. Say, <laughs> I would say giant squid. Yes, I yes. think twelve thousand. If every ball was ten cents, which would be cheap, twelve thousand times ten cents. I think that's like one thousand two hundred dollars. I could be wrong. I'm not very good at math. Yeah, you're but wrong. I'm, I'm gonna. Really? It'd be hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> Shit. Well, anyway. Oh, really? Damn it. Well, then, yeah, uh, twelve. I, I I don't know. Six hundred dollars then. Six hundred. dollars Oh, your fucking price is writing me. It's closest without going over.
1: No, it's just closest. But he's well, twelve thousand. Fucking...
2: That would be a nickel a ball. Right? Six hundred. <laughs> so bad at math. No, me too. Yeah, I can... that would
1: be a nickel a ball. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think you're dead on there. But I think it would be insensible. Anyway, whatever, $600.
1: Okay, Brian. Brian Fernandez, our producer, getting on the talkback machine here. you buy on Amazon,
2: it's dollars for 400 of them. So it's about $1,500. $1,500 I was right when shipped. I said 1200 and then you said my math was wrong. It 120 I lost my nerve, so I cut it in half. I was right with the initial 1200 Do I get a prize? Yeah. <laughs> you get yeah, I,
0: all those balls. They I will was, be at I your house say, when, you're, when you go what home. What did you say? How I much said 900.
2: I was right with my 1,200, and you threw me. It's hmm. all right, Jesse. We're
1: so going nice. s- <laughs> to send them to <laughs> and
0: bill them to the
1: Stars Network.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what yeah. are those called? What did they, What is their proper name? Uh, it's just ball pit balls? Toxic.
2: Yeah, wow. <laughs> I <think> balls. <laughs> I don't know why I thought they would have a special name. Hulk Hogan might have had those because his <laughs> own balls got so strong, yep. he might have had those sewn in. Yeah, so I we'll got never ball- know. I got not watching. They that used to too. do that to dogs at one point when they would oh, yeah, right neuticles. Yeah, they'd put balls in because it helped them to still see that they had balls. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Dogs love having balls.
0: <laughs> There's one thing. So I know do princes
2: and princesses. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. Everybody loves balls. They have problems
1: with blood disorders, though. <laughs> Hemophilia and stuff. I'm princes
2: sure. or princesses? Both princes and princesses. Royalty. Because yeah. of inbreeding? Yeah. yeah. It's a shame.
1: Well, we'll be back in just a <laughs> second. I'm Jordan Jesse Goh. It's Jordan Jesse Goh. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's
2: Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Jonathan Ames, uh, Peter Pan, sexual.
1: Okay, here's some. I'm going to give the audience some real talk, mm-hmm. and I'm unshackled right now.
0: Okay, wow, shit, you. I'm
1: fully fucking you don't unshackled. Rinse,
2: Priebus Paul, breathing uh, down your neck. <laughs> Paul Ryan, let you go. <laughs> my, th-
1: <laughs> my therapist retired last week,
2: so no. I'm fucking running wild. Mm. Oh, my shit is shit. cured.
0: I'm more hey. powerful than ever. So the therapist cannot retire until. They've cured everyone. Yeah, I presume so. He didn't give me a certificate, although I asked for one.
1: (laughs) Cured. (laughs) For future employers and stuff. Uh,
0: What was I going to say? You're unshackled. Yeah. You told Paul Ryan to go fuck himself. I told that weightlifting college boy.
1: Oh, I was going to give the audience some real talk. Yeah. Do you get the Stars Network audience? If you don't get the Stars Network, sign up for that shit. You're gonna love the show Blunt Talk on the Stars Network. Uh it's fucking hilarious. Patrick Stewart is in it. He's hilarious. Uh I bet at some point John Hodgman's gonna be in it. That'll be great. In fact, John Hodgman was in season one. He was, he was. He had a, a uh had a little guest appearance on season one. Fucking Jason Schwartzman was in there. That was great. Uh it's genuinely bizarre you can't believe it's a real television show while you're watching it in a good way you're like, "Wow, he's allowed to do this on television uh, and i'll tell you why that is it's because I think there are a lot of uh weird shows on t v mostly like adult swimmy type weird shows, and those shows tend to be a kind of random weirdness uh sort of self satisfied random weirdness, or a kind of um like a cynical weirdness, like a gross cynical weirdness. And what I love about uh, what I love about Blunt Talk that I also loved about Jonathan's previous show, uh, Bored to Death on HBO, is that really it feels like the weirdness of the characters, the various strange sexual obsessions <laughs> and bizarre personal characteristics, which are possessed of every single one of these characters, has a couple of very odd and specific things about them uh they 're treated so caringly and lovingly um that it feels like the theme is less like ah, here 's some weird stuff, and more like we are all weird, and we love each other, like we can still love each other, even though everyone is everyone is weird in some way, you know, none of us is not weird, uh and I really love that, and also it's super fucking funny uh super funny, I mean, I just really like. Patrick Stewart and his manservant <laughs> with a giant dick uh, who's always a, sneaking up on him and attacking him. Hmm. Um, it's just a joy to watch that program. So that's my full on endorsement of Jonathan show. I really, I really, my wife and I, Teresa also loves it. We love looking, we look forward to watching it every week. Can you get the if you don't have stars? Can you get season one on iTunes or something at this
2: point? Um, I think you can get it on Amazon. Um, the, the stars app is on Amazon or Amazon oh, Prime oh yeah, or something sure, sure, like sure. that. So I think you can watch season one and season two if you watch TV through Amazon.
1: I uh, I got the uh, CISO app on there so mm-hmm. that uh, we could we, we could watch a uh, uh, Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher show and Jonah Ray show. Um, those uh those CISO. Those uh, Amazon add-on apps work great. Yeah, I figured it's a fun way to watch streaming television. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne for Amazon add-on apps, <laughs> a fun way... To watch streaming television. But thank you, Jesse, for what you said, though. I appreciate oh, you're welcome. It. I mean it. I mean it very sincerely. I really love the show. I think it's wonderful that you get to make TV shows. I mean, I would also think it was great if you were writing books right now. I also love that, your books, that could but happen.
2: You know, I don't know how much longer. At the drop last. of a hat. <laughs> so I appreciate that you like it now.
1: Well, let's be honest. If 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 blunt talk goes the way of the dodo, there's no doubt that you'll be staffing up on Kevin Can Wait. Uh, <laughs> next season. <laughs> Get me Ames sure. Kevin James will say. <laughs> um you got anything to say, Jordan, while we're closing uh, up this show?
0: Oh, uh yeah, I got a I got a TV rec. Once you're done with all your all your blunt talk apps, uh I'm gonna be on at midnight this week. Um oh, yeah. on Comedy Central, um on the show uh uh October twenty-seventh. That's Thursday night. Uh, so yeah you can uh set the old DVR for that. Uh hey, and if you haven't watched in a while, the show is no longer on at midnight. Yeah. Uh which is confusing, we know. <laughs> uh, s- s- stop. You're not the first one to uh observe that the that uh, the time change is an issue. We know. So, it's on at 11:30 now. Uh it's a lot of fun. I'm going to be on there with uh Lauren Lapkus and Chris Garcia. Uh should be a hoot. Uh you could, you should DVR that or Get the old Comedy Central app or the Hulu or something.
1: I'm going to go out to that uh, taping. You might, if you're lucky, you might see my chrome dome in a crowd shot. Yeah, you got it. you got to see those Chrome Dome crowd shots. That camera might swoop
0: over my bald spot. Yeah, if you are. If you, by bald spot, <laughs> I mean the entire top of my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're in the L.A. area, you come, should come see it. It shoots, uh, it shoots Wednesday night, the 26th, if you're listening to this early. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's not like a nine-hour TV taping where no, they do it, a ton of alts. It's just kind of like a fun comedy show.
1: Yeah, it's a total blast. I can ver- I've been several times, and uh, every time I go, I'm like, man, that was actually really fun. Now, part of that is because I get those cherry clans backstage. <laughs> Gotta get those clans. Ooh, Gotta. Yeah. And if you're just coming, stuff your mouth full of clans. If you're just coming, you know, for whatever bad news is, you're not getting any clans. Yeah, uh, I get the cherry clans because I'm a VIP. Sure, you, they, those
0: are that's a VIP item. But you know, even if you're just a pee, and you know, a what? lowly pee, byo clans. <laughs> yes. BYO <laughs> bring your own cherry clans. Yeah. Stuff them way down in your little pockets. Yeah. Make them all nice and hot against your thigh. Snack on them while you're watching the show. Jonathan Ames,
1: you're on uh you're on Twitter. You've been tweeting a little more lately. Um at
2: <laughs> ad- like a dying fish.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Watch blunt. <on. laughs> uh, yes. Put me back in the water. <laughs> Someone hit him with a hammer.
1: <laughs> um is it at Jonathan Ames?
2: Uh, yeah, I think that's my thing.
1: Yeah, probably so. D- Brian is Brian has I, I think at Twitter. I once Brian's Twitter, your social media consultant. And then I
2: deleted Twitter because I got upset like four or five years ago and lost all these followers. Mm. Was, anyway, some,
1: was someone being a dick to you?
2: No, I just was like, I, I'm just not good at social media, so I'd, it was very hard to quit Facebook because they hold on. You know, like you know when you call an insurance company. Nine, ten times. They're like, okay, that person will quit. We don't have to give them the money. Hmm. So it took forever to quit Facebook because they need the numbers. So I had to get some tech guy to somehow delete my to, Facebook. To wipe you,
0: to, yeah. to ghost you.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, but, you know, I, I tweet and I appreciate what you said about Blunt Talk. Very kind of you, Jesse. It's a great show. People should watch it on television. We have an incredible cast, though. So many funny people. A lot of local uh, L.A. actors and just really...
1: Wonderful! I like that. uh, I like that guy's name. I don't know who plays uh, uh, the sex act guy that lives in Patrick Stewart's office. (laughs) uh,
2: Eric Griffin. Yeah, that guy's a delight. He's really funny. He's a great actor and comedian. We have Tim Sharp, Dolly Wells, Mary Holland. Adrian Scarborough. I used, people should find out who these people are. Yeah, they're <laughs> Jack, Jackie Weaver. Com. Yeah, Adrian, yeah. Karen Sony. I mean, just such an incredible. And then this year we have uh, Fred Armisen, will be a guest hey. star. Ooh. Jason Schwartzman, Stacy Keach, Leslie Ann Warren, Mary Steenbergen. Um,
1: some real classic bomb Murderers, right? Moby.
2: Moby came <laughs> back.
1: Moby. And yeah, Moby's like a regular on the show. Cool. He just pops up and he's like, "Hey guys, it's me, Moby. Uh, remember how fun I am? <laughs> yeah, uh, Brian, I am." Brian
2: Baumgartner from The Office nice. yeah. has a cameo. Of a
1: Baumgartner. Yeah, so. um, Blunt talks fantastic. And if if you are like, what would it be like if somebody really interviewed Jonathan Ames? Uh, Jonathan was on Bullseye a couple of years ago. I think we're going to rerun that uh, in a week or so. Uh, so, go grab that on bullseye if you're listening to this then. Uh, our producer on Jordan Jesse Go, uh, laughing probably too loud mm-hmm. on the other side of the glass there, um, Sunny D, Brian Fernandez. Uh, we are on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. We are on Facebook. Uh, you can like Jordan Jesse Go there. You can join the Maximum Fun Facebook group. Uh, you can tweet with the hashtag JJGo. Uh, a lot of fun JJGo. I always, I always like seeing what people are saying it's about it.
0: It's a hoot. You know, join the fun, join the conversation, use hashtag JJGo. We all have a blast. You know, a lot of people say this, Jordan.
1: A mm-hmm. lot of people say that Twitter is a haven for racists, misogynists, and homophobes. Sure, I've heard that. I haven't had any problem with that, and I, I don't know why that is. Uh, but no one has ever uh, attacked me with a racist, homophobic, or misogynist attack on Twitter. I, I, I can't explain it. I guess I'm just better at using Twitter. <laughs> Than all these people who are getting attacked. That's the only explanation I can come up with.
0: Sure. And when you only look at Twitter, you, you open up the app. Right. You don't look at anything. You immediately go to hashtag JJGo. Right. And that's what you consider to be Twitter. <laughs> I go to hashtag JJGo or if Bebe's Kids is airing
2: on
1: right. television, I go to Moments. Sure. Because that's usually a top moment. Yeah, yeah.
0: Bebe's you Kids. You run right to BET. Catch yeah. the remaining twenty minutes of Bay Bay's Kids. Right. Back to hashtag JJ Go. You got it. Right to bed. Yeah. Well I look at some Steve Harvey gifts. <laughs> oh yeah, he cannot believe some of the things those guys say. Yeah, well, people say I don't know.
1: I mean, sometimes on Family Feud, people say something kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey is not sure how he
0: feels about oh, that. Oh boy, I did. He didn't see that coming. Even though the question was, <laughs> name something that goes in a butt. <laughs> when someone says penis, he can't believe they said that. What? Yeah. He thought they were gonna say cell phone in prison? <laughs> uh, something. There was one where, you know how sometimes in Family Feud it'll it'll give you kind of two answers. It'll say like hair slash head. Can I it just interject real quick? Yeah,
1: just to clarify, I think Steve Harvey's really funny. Steve
0: Harvey's great, <laughs> yeah. and that. That shtick of I it's can't do it. It's fucking funny every great. time. It's great every time. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And you know why it's a great it's a fucking great gift. You know why yeah. you see those gifts? Because they're rad. It's yeah. fucking rad. It's really good. Yes. Not a put down to Steve Harvey. Although you should know. It's yeah. fine. He's a performer. Right. You know how they'll do like hair slash head if something can kind of go two ways? Right. It'll be like pants slash trousers. Uh-huh. There was one where the question was like, oh, name a name an attractive part of a woman and someone said boobs. And the thing said, when it turned over, said, breasts slash gazongas. <laughs> like, those are the two most common ways to.
1: <laughs> They're like, well, sure, someone might Someone's say breasts. Someone's going to say breasts.
0: But what if they say gazongas? <laughs> count? They're like, yeah, it should count because we know they mean. We know when they say gazongas, <laughs> right. they mean bazookas. <laughs> Okay, Jonathan Ames has
1: been our guest. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go.
2: MaximumFun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
2: Listener supported.